Manfred still not there. Okay, we'll, we'll talk to him before the show ends a little later. You are listening to Media at SAFM with me, Rowena Baird. And uh, we are joined now by Ms. Maria Petsusis, who is TGI Director at Ask Africa. And our focus now is the rising middle class and the opportunities that that offers for marketing and for advertising practitioners. Ms. Petsusis, thank you for joining us. Welcome. Morning. Now, there is a rise um, of the black middle class in South Africa, and it's been viewed by many as a blessing, people saying that it's an engine of the South African economy, I guess because of the strong purchasing power and um, because of the, the, the contribution that this group can make to the national coffers. Is this too simplistic a view to take? Mm. Are there disadvantages to, to this growth? Um, I would say there are more advantages than there are disadvantages. If we had to look at um, the, the world's... Um, inhabitants in terms of those living in informal settlements, about 1 billion of those of the 7 billion live in informal settlements Um, and it's really a huge growth market within South Africa where we see more of the middle markets um, growing within the township community we could underestimate the um, monthly personal income, um, but if we see its growth over the past four years, it's been exceptional, a 16% growth. And if we look at the spend, for example, on fast foods, um, the average spend on fast food is about 50 to 100 rand per purchase. So if we look at just the sheer volumes, um, their return on investment and the value which they can contribute towards the economy can surely be underestimated. All right. Um, before we continue with this conversation, I just need to to cross back to uh, Manfred Seidler now, a man keeping an eye on the Commonwealth Games. Manfred, are we growing the medals count? No, let's give it up. I think let's give it up. We will give it up. All right. Um, give us, tell us what we're talking about when we talk middle class. Um, who are we making reference to? Because there was a UCT study that classified South Africa's middle class as households earning between 15,000 and 50,000. They've got their own transport, tertiary education. They've got employment. They're in a white-collar job. They own their home or they spend at least 4,000 rands per month on rental. That's on the one side. On the other hand, there's Statistics South Africa who uses indicators that would increase the size of the middle class even more because their indicators include things like um, access to formal housing, they include electricity, indoor plumbing, a phone and so on. So whose definition should we be going with when we talk about um, uh, the, the, the middle class in South Africa? What LSM are we talking about? This is a debatable topic in how we actually define the market. Um, I would say um, the mass market is defined by those of an average income and assets as compared to the rest um, of the country or the population, which is approximately 30%. If we had to look at an LSM definition of it, it would pretty much be between LSM uh, 4 to 7. Um, TGI also includes a global alternative, which is called socioeconomic levels, um, and that pretty much um, takes into consideration not only um, the income potential of consumers, which are based on individuals rather than the household, mm-hmm. but it also looks at the social context. So we would typically refer to socioeconomic level three, which is pretty much um, the, the middle of the market. 
All right. And when it comes to the term black diamond, are we talking about the same thing? Are black diamonds uh, the black middle class? Can we use that those terms interchangeably? Oh, once again, it does depend on the definition. Um, yes, there are a huge market. I think it will, what we've done in our research is we've really focused um, within the township markets. What are the opportunity areas there? There's such a brand conscious market, which is fantastic. Um, and they're very positive towards advertising. So receptive markets. Uh, very positive towards out-of-home advertising. Um, they also expect a lot from advertising. 58% expect it to be entertaining and 55% uh, use it to keep informed. And with that, that ov- they'll obviously promote word of mouth um, a- against trusted brands. So Word of mouth is almost a double-edged sword. Um, if they trust brands and they feel that those brands deliver on their quality, they'll promote word of mouth ab- about them. If not, um, of it, course, it works against them. Then it will work against them. You're yes. mentioning that this um, group is is very brand loyal. Are marketers, are advertisers reaching this group? Are they making uh, the most of opportunities to to talk to them? Um, if I could quote uh, Daily Sun's readership is over 5.6 million, which definitely um, does target the specific market. At 24 middle market newspaper titles reach um, just over 6.9 million readers. Um, so yes, they definitely are um, targeting this market. I think there's, uh, if, if that opportunity is ignored, there's definitely a missing potential in terms of a su- substantial return on investment there. But is that a middle market or is it the middle class market and what's the difference? Um, they're quite similar. I think there are obviously nuances between the different markets. It obviously depends on the, the definition, but a middle market is, as I mentioned earlier, those who pretty much earn an average income and asset comparison to the rest of the country. Because some would say a middle class market would not be reading the the, the Sunday, Sunday, what's it called? Daily Sun. Daily Sun, the that's daily right, Sun. the Daily Sun. Um, they'd be reading other publications as opposed to that. Um, I think you're bringing across a very good point, which is not to assume that there are stereotypes across different target markets. Um, what we advocate, of course, is to delve deeply into understanding each consumer market. For example, what are their preferred uh, media? Uh, what, are, what are their preferred brands which they use? What do they look like demographically, which is obviously just a start in terms of understanding who they are. But most importantly, how do they think and how does that differentiate them? Because different mediums can differently tap in and resonate differently depending on their needs. Mm. So you're saying marketers are reaching this group, whoever they are, because I'm still confused as to who we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, they, they are, do, are they, they being reached? Now, there's, just staying with the, with the townships, there's lots of um, improved infrastructure in townships that you see all over in terms of malls and so on. Um, has that shifted what we know as the consumer in, in the township? Is that, again, the middle market or the middle class? Um, there's definitely an increasing middle class within the township market, um, and it's important once again to understand what the income potentials are, for example. In uh, Soweto, I'm just picking on a couple of townships, in Soweto, Mitchell's Plain and Shoshanguve, they typically are of a higher socioeconomic level, which is a higher spending power in comparison to those of Umlazi and Kailicha. There's definitely an opportunity for marketers and brands within the townships um, to also engage and improve their return on investment. Um, And it's obviously not by just... 
uh, creating just a mainstream uh, approach or uh, um, marketing to them through homo- homogenizing brush strokes. There definitely are that misconceptions um, that not only put people live in townships, it's definitely an audience to engage with and very nuanced. It's a very nuanced audience and also whatever um, marketing strategies that advertisers and marketers come up with need to, need to niche it for that market and not have a blanket uh, one size fits all. I use that term once again for each um, uh, 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 township. That's so, for instance, Soweto will be different from what you employ in um, in Gugule to or Kailich or any other of the other townships. Absolutely, spot on. You'd have, you've hit the nail on the head. I think if we look at the psychographic differences between different township consumers, and I'm by no means saying that all p- people who live, for example, in Soweto are utopian, but if we had to compare township to township, uh, consumers within Soweto are more likely to be utopian. Shoshanguve more independent and adventurous, they do like their freedom. Umlazi um, consumers are actually quite difficult to pin down because they're indifferent so we'd obviously need to in-depthly understand them to resonate with that market and within Kailicha, very motivated and aspirational like to get to the top. Mm, Alright, that's very interesting to know and it, it would be a big mistake to, and I'm sure marketers know this to assume that because you live in a township we can provide poor quality and cheaper products for you, that's not the case because there are aspirational people who live in townships. Sure, that would almost be a sin I think uh, because township consumers are so brand conscious and they're very planned in terms of their purchases so they'll look out for brands those which they can trust and those who feel that they perform on their quality claims um, they 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 really um, shy away from downscale products because it doesn't resonate with their essence ultimately. Um, so apart from them obviously just caring for their pocket, I think they're, they're sensitive around how they spend, but they definitely are brand conscious and don't appreciate downscale products. Mm, all right. So don't take them for granted. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Thank you very much, Ms. Maria Pastusis, TGI Director at Ask Africa. And we were talking about the rising middle class in South Africa and what opportunities it offers for marketing and advertising practitioners. It's 17 minutes to 11. You are listening this morning to Media at SAFM with me, Robin Abird.